This is a message from the Art Intelligence Agency. Welcome to AI Agents, a program that explores the intersections of innovation and artificial intelligence. This podcast is brought to you by a collaboration between the Australian Institute for Machine Learning and the C.F. Fowler Institute at the University of Adelaide. Join our host, Tim Whiffen, in conversation with creatives, academics, and professionals in exploring how human and artificial intelligence can collaborate in divergent ideas for our future. Storytelling is the birth of culture. It is where humans share information and create traditions. It seems that judging artificial intelligence by the ability to tell stories is a controversial idea. Why would real artificial intelligence want to communicate to us? And if it did, what would it communicate? Machine learning is being used to collaborate on storytelling across multiple cultural and topical boundaries. ABF Creative is one of a few companies around the world using AI to construct podcasts. They leverage data to let a system find the most impactful elements for listeners. Not only is the work of this AI influence undetectable, but it is also effective, with one of ABF Creative's podcasts, African Folk Tales, having recently won a Webby Award in the United States. To talk about this modern phenomena, AI Agents is joined by ABF Creative CEO Anthony Frazier to discuss the potential of the technology and the barriers to using AI for complex human interaction. Anthony is a former NPR producer, an author, an entrepreneur, and of course an innovator, enabling his company to leverage AI in this creative field, servicing significant clients and entertaining audiences globally. I'm joined at the Art Intelligence Agency by Anthony Frazier. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, man. I'm honored that I'm even on this platform. So thank you. (laughs) No, it's no problem at all. Well, I mean, I I guess it's a really interesting area, especially for myself. So I'd love for you to explain to our audience, if you you could, uh, exactly uh, what it is that that you're involved with, why why I've got you here today. Yeah. So um, I'm the CEO and founder of ABF Creative, and we are... I would say one of the first production companies leveraging AI to create multicultural content. And so we produce podcasts for brands like Headspace, Audible, Prudential, Wondery, and so many others. So we're, we're excited about what we're doing, but what, what's most, mostly what we're excited about is being able to tap in and really bring multicultural content to the forefront you know, of what we do. And that's what we're most proud of. Amazing. As a podcast producer myself, you know, it's not something I, I think about le- leveraging AI in, the, in this field. Can, can I ask, is it something that you use um, in the production aspect yeah. of, of, of creating or is it something that you, you use to, to kind of um, aggregate content? No. So yeah, good question. No, we're not using it to aggregate content. Um, So what happened was when we were kind of in the beginning of our company, we were producing a lot of content and going to market and essentially just failing. And so uh, we wanted to find a a smarter way to produce content, especially for our specific audience. That was the key. A friend of mine has a company called Veritonic. And what Veritonic does is they actually use machine learning and AI to create audio ads that work best. And so what we ended up doing was creating an entire production process around 
Veritonics backend. So what we what we do is we leverage just a small piece of what they have, and then we have this whole process that we call the story time framework um, that helps us kind of build podcasts in a modular way. So instead of just testing, for instance, the intro and everything all together, we'll just do that separately. And we'll test that intro against the potential audience that it's going to go out to. But using predictive analysis, then we can even kind of see, hey, is this going to respond well? Is this going to have stickiness with this particular audience? Or would it be uh, forgotten very soon or very quickly? Uh, and so we only use it in a modular way. And the reason why we do that is because not everything can rely on AI. You know, there has to be some kind of human decision maker in the whole process. Um, I'll give you an example. Using our system, we can actually see what voiceover is better. So for a podcast we had called African Folktales, we wanted to choose which voice would resonate more with children. Would it be more of a grandmother voice or would it be like more of like a teacher in school kind of voice where it was a, a younger woman? And so the younger woman actually scored better than the older woman. So we were able to just kind of go with that. And before you know it, it actually did respond well to the audience we were promoting it to. But then we have another podcast called Through Her Eyes. We didn't have this predictive analysis then when we created this, but say if we did have it, the podcast is about mothers telling this story about how they lost their sons to gun violence. We can't run a mother's voice through predictive analysis and then the AI says, oh, no, nah, this voice sucks. You can't use it. <laughs> so like, you know, it's not every, every situation doesn't, apply to using AI. So we mix it up in different ways. We use a lot of focus group testing. Mm. We use a lot of, you know, machine learning with the Veritonic system. Uh, but we have a process that marries all of it together. And that's really what we pride ourselves on is mainly that process. And it helps us go to get to market faster. You know, a lot of the things that we will take us a long time to do, or we'll play the guessing game around and we don't have to play the guessing game anymore. We can actually have a system that gets us to where we want to go the end result a lot quicker than than we did before and look entrepreneurship podcasting they're, more, they're one and the same so you don't know when something's going to respond well and you have to pivot and you have to change and you have to iterate that's gonna you know always be the case when you're creating content but for us it was all about how do we make just smarter decisions when we create content and that's what we that's what we aim to do is to get smarter at decision making. That that is fascinating. I I now feel as if I'm flying blind, having you know just picking <laughs> picking what I think sounds best doesn't doesn't necessarily means it uh, uh resonates with an audience. I obviously then there's a a sort of a multi like you were saying a multicultural aspect to this whole thing. Have you found that your the AI kind of um, back end has any kind of biases? I mean, you hear this with things like you know. Uh, right. photography AI in phones where it was unflattering, I guess, to, to a lot of different skin colors. Right. Do you find that there are cultural biases in, in, in the in AI you've had to sort of fix or is it just um, perfect? I can't ignore that. That's definitely something that I've read, you know, a lot, but for us, you know, the, the joy of machine learning is, um, it gets smarter and smarter and smarter based around what we're putting into it. And so what's great about our, us having a multicultural focus and 
mostly appealing to African-American, Latino audiences is that we can keep feeding the same kind of content into our research. And because we're using just that content, it gets smarter and smarter on it. And so there's no biases built in for us. You know, where where I can't wait until like we're year three into this and we're putting things into the machine and we're putting things in and getting back even more clearer, you know, scores than we had now, you know? And so, yeah, there is, there, there is some, you know, uh, learning for, for to be done, you know, so we're still, we're still super early, but what we look forward to is, you know, having years of feedback and years of, uh, you know, of, of audio for our, um, for our system to crawl in a few years. So uh, we're very early, we're, we're in baby mode right now, man. But, and, and so, yeah, because we're in baby mode, we're not, you know, there may be some biases built into the base of what, we, what we're building from, but what we're excited about is getting smarter and smarter over time. What you do is such a fantastic example of what we really hope to highlight in the podcast, which is that uh, AI is something that people can leverage in their creative endeavors and in their kind of entrepreneurial endeavors that, you know, there are things that we can do with AI that maybe are being underutilized at the moment. So it's such a, a fantastic example of, 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 of taking something that you've seen and making your process better with it um, and working with the AI, you know, it's not, it's not something where you let it do its own thing entirely. And it's not something where you're, you're kind of doing it all by yourself as well. It's a kind of a collaboration between, um, uh, you know, your producers and, and AI. And yeah. That, that, that's fantastic. Can exactly. Exactly. You get it. I mean, you're a podcaster, you know, there's an entire process from beginning to end that happens. And so we can't necessarily, plug something in and then we're good to go there's so many different decisions to make there's so many loops there's so many left turns right turns so for us it was more about how do we create our process you know one of the movies that i got really inspired by um was the founder which where it is talked about the, the founding of mcdonald's and the business was essentially built on two things real estate and a process <laughs> that's it they needed, to, they needed to own the land that they were on, but when they were in the kitchen, they had this system that happened, but, you know, and, and, and created these burgers and fries in a quicker, interesting, more way. Um, and so for us, we wanted to figure out how do we do that, but don't lose the quality. So let me just make sure I, I say that. Like, we want, we want a quicker process, but we, we don't lose the high-end theatrical, wide sounding nature mm. of our, of our um, production. So that's always the balance to play. But, but at the end of the day, it process, you know, heals all wounds. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it's interesting. So you've got a background in NPR. Is that, is that right? A short background. Yeah. I, for a short time, I actually helped um, build um, ad campaigns and audio, you know, advertorial pod, branded podcasts for, for NPR. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's, uh, you're in an interesting position now where it, I, I guess, you know, you're disrupting that industry. You're um, sort of ahead of the pack in that regard. Uh, do you think uh, it's, it, it's long before they, they notice what, <laughs> what you've gone and, uh, and done and, and kind of. Um... Um, no, I think they already know. I mean, well, the people I was working with at NPR, they always liking our posts and saying congrats. And so, I mean, 
I think I think they're, they're they're interested in seeing where I'm going. You know, I'm the the great thing about what I'm doing, which is um, it's not to say I don't have competitors, but I don't have a lot of competitors. Mm. So people in the podcast space, they don't necessarily see me as a threat, at least not yet. And that's that's for my benefit, you know. And so like, oh yeah, Anthony's doing great. He's creating multicultural content. Great for him. But they don't know my long-term vision. Of course, we're going to expand outside of, you know, creating multicultural content someday. But we have a lot of ground to cover here. And so I like being able to be in a position where people don't feel like they have to hold their, you know, secrets close to their chest and all these different things. Helps me to build better relationships. Um, and, yeah, just just helps me to just continue to grow. I certainly – I'm expecting – uh, big things uh, actually I'm, I'm super excited about what you're doing um i i certainly hope that it is something that i actually can even involve in my process if, if not and get, oh, yeah. get involved but can i ask uh, just about the process of note uh, finding the ai uh, use in in veritonic and then and then kind of using it um in your process did you take it like exactly the model or did you kind of um, approach them and say you know we need to sort of uh, modified for this use? Um, do you have your own engineers? Right. So, you know, the great thing about Veritonic is, well, I, the reason why I know about Veritonic is because we are, we have the same investor. And so we, at one point, were in the same co-working space. And, you know, we would always cross paths, say, hey, I like what you're doing. And like, oh, I like what you're doing. And it was just kind of like a, a mutual respect amongst each other um and as i started to build my podcast started to get emails from them and our world started to collide a lot more because i knew that they were only dealing with audio ads mm -hmm. that's where a lot of their energy that's where a lot of their ai is based on um it's, it's, it's helping marketers actually create better ads and so for me eventually i just started to think like well what, what if i can use and leverage this for content and not just ads because most content is an ad anyway you know content marketing everyone's they telling they're telling media they're telling every business that you're a media company mm. the lines between you know an advertisement and content are blurred completely because if you're a company and you're making content I mean, you're doing it because you want to bring leads in. Yeah. At least that's what I assume. And you want to nurture the, 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 you know, the customers that you already have by creating a community. So that's what ads do, essentially. Ads don't create community, but ads definitely bring you in. And I wanted to figure out, all right, we already had our own process. The story time framework is something that we built. And it's, it was already helping us move fast, already helping us get to market very quickly quickly with our ideas. Um, African Folktales, which is the podcast I mentioned earlier, is an example of that particular podcast using the Storytime framework. It works. We just won a Webby Award with it this year. So this is an actual proof of concept that has now won an award against the likes of Bloomberg Media, and so many others. So like, hey, this thing works. Like, you know, and so I, I, at some point, you know, when I when I saw, when we had the, the story time framework, I was like, how can we make this, this framework even smarter? 
there's only one way to do that. You know, let's talk to Veritonic. Let's figure out ways to implement them into the process. But then also let's find ways that we can quickly focus group tests. So those are the two elements we added into our process. But adding the AI, you know, um, from Veritonic and then adding focus group testing, now we had this fast process of going to market. But now we had, it was smarter. So we wasn't just like, People weren't just like, oh, man, you're just putting out garbage and you're not taking a risk. You're not thinking about things. Well, because we have these assistants, which is the focus group and we have the AI, we're able to have, you know, we're able to make those smarter decisions very quickly. So we don't have to worry about, hey, did we do this? Did we think about this right? Did we do it? You know, so that's really what it came down to why we decided to use it. Mm-hmm. Anybody can, you know, go to Veritonic and create ads and, and all these things. The thing, the reason why I'm so open about anyone being able to do it and use it is because at the end of the day, you still have to bring really good creative. There's a phrase in America, so you can't put lipstick on a pig. And that's sort of what, like, that's how I feel about, you know, AI is like, Hey, you can add AI as much to, you know, the processes to your business, whatever it is. But if you have a pig, then it really doesn't matter if you added anything, AI, machine learning, et cetera, to get processed to your yeah. product, because it's still a pick. Yeah. You know, you have to make sure that you have something good at the end of the day that AI is only going to assist it. So are we going to come up with duds still using our system? I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> we're still going to come up with duds. Our goal is to have less duds. <laughs> yes. Our goal is to have to be less likely to come up with duds. But yes, you know, like any, you know, entrepreneurial venture, you know, they're going to be failures and there's going to be iterations. Mm, mm. I, I mean, congratulations on the Webby Award. I was a, a, about to ask about that. So I, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. It's um, it creates an interesting uh, situation for you. I, I'm unsure whether you had the, whether there are, in-person presentations or whether you were even able to go given the global climate, but would it have been something that you acknowledge your AI as a, as a contributor? You know, we see in the art space that, you know, artists who use AI will be like, you know, this is a, um, a painting by X artist and the AI given the AI a name or, or whatever it is. Is that something that you would, uh, would consider or because oh. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not sure. I don't think I would have initially. Um, you know, I think as we begun to continue to, to learn from it, it's something I would mention. Because I think AI, the way we use AI is to help and inform our decision making. Um, it's not like there's an auto, a real artificial intelligence voiceover that's talking. Um, and so I think that if the voiceover was AI, I think that would deserve more credit than if, <laughs> uh, if we were just using it to kind of make a better decision, a yeah. better yes or a better no. But I'm pretty sure those podcasts are coming. Um, where <laughs> <laughs> I think it's only a matter of time before, and you know, podcasts, they're actual AI podcasts. I'm pretty sure one of your listeners will be the one to build it. <laughs> yeah true true yeah i mean um i sort of hope for my own sake that that's possibly not true i mean i'm not sure that they'll it's ever gonna put be us like, all out of business yeah <laughs> once, they, 
Once they AI podcast, oh man, we're done. Like, <laughs> we're finished. And it kind of already get there, man. There's this there's this technology that I came across actually, same investor called Speech Kit. Wow. And Speech Kit actually scans your article and has a voice read your article and it sounds so like human-like, the, the voiceover. Um man. This is the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. And you can actually, and they allow you to take that audio and make it into a podcast if you see wow. fit. So it's, we're almost there. We're almost yeah, there. And I don't even know if speech kit considers themselves AI or not, but yeah, we're almost there. We're almost there, man. <laughs> Far out. That's going to have a, a big impact on the blind community as well. I imagine just being able to get it to sound human. Uh, I have a blind friend who's, unbelievably sick of the screen reading software that he that he gets because i guess the the robotic voices just don't follow grammar or human speech patterns at all (laughs) but um yeah they're they're getting smarter i mean you start hearing the voices on tiktok and the voiceovers like we're getting there man we're getting there (laughs) scary stuff well uh at least for us not not in the kind of um Skynet sense, but I <laughs> robot yet, but yeah. we'll, we'll see. Anthony, I'd love to finish up by asking if there's anything you wish I had asked you. I mean, you asked some pretty good questions. I mean, I think right now we're just super excited. We're actually, you know, uh, raising around right now. So mm. we're, we're talking to investors. We're really trying to take this thing to the next level. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm an AI rookie. You know, and for me, I get smart about hiring people who know what they're doing. Mm. And so one of our hires after we raise around is actually going to be, you know, an actual data analyst who can look at the things that we're, we're collecting and help us make better decisions, better, more informed decision making. Um, look at this AI from a whole different point of view and actually even give us ways that we can improve and get better at it um, mm. and bring new ideas to the table. So we want to we want to double down in this area. What we're doing right now is literally just scratching the surface of what we feel like can happen. Um, and we're and what we're really excited about is that we're doing it with multicultural content, mm. which we feel mm. is completely and utterly underserved, despite over indexing in entertainment and podcasts. You know, forty percent of U.S. podcast listeners are people of color. But yeah. most podcast networks are run by, you know, white males in the U.S. And so we want to figure out how, how do you create more content for the people who, who are actually looking for it? Um, and so that's, reason, that's the reason why we're excited, because we see this big void that exists. And we're only a handful of people that are actually going after it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's very exciting. Um, couple of years ahead of us wow yeah well i'm i'm glad to hear uh, about your project and i'm really looking forward to, to seeing what you get up to next but uh anthony thank you so much for joining us for ai agents thank you for having me on here man you got a new fan i'm gonna be checking out the podcast and and getting smarter you know my plan <laughs> to get smarter is listening to the people that you bring on this show man so uh and if anybody wants to get in touch with me you know feel free to um, hit me up, Anthony Frazier, on all platforms, um, Twitter and Instagram, LinkedIn, 
And you can email me, anthony at absc.co. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. If you're intrigued by the use of AI in these creative commercial fields, you can reach out to Anthony in the email in the episode description. And make sure to check out ABF Creative's website. You can also find out more about Anthony's work in his book, Don't Dumb Down Your Greatness, A Young Entrepreneur's Guide to Thinking and Being Great. Thanks for listening to AI Agents. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcatcher and consider giving it a review. Do not forget that you can share this episode with other intelligent people and things, but for now, it is time to close the pod bay doors, Hal.